the wind is a blowing. So this is going to be super interesting because I have not even looked at these again. Good. And I did that intentionally. Good. And so it'll be like as you you're rediscovering the movie as you as we go through the podcast. Yeah. And I wrote half of them in cursive and then realized going back that I was writing so fast that I couldn't read a bunch of it. Good. So, yes. Yeah. This will be the this most will... excellent of podcasts. Well, this is this is where you this is your time to shine. Yeah. I uh, read it. I watched it last night. I finished it at about eleven forty last night. So you're definitely so going to be it's pretty fresh. Uh, but um, you know, I, I well, let's get into it. I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, Brian, do you like the color yellow? Uh, only when it's accompanied by a companion color like blue, perhaps. What about lots of nudes? Uh, especially if they're like ancient Greek statue news, then yes, absolutely. I'm not a bit, this big a fan. You're not a big fan of those? No. It's cultural. It's cultural yeah. pornography. <laughs> uh, this is an all new episode of Criterionauts. I am Criterionaut Joey. I'm Criterionaut Brian. And this week we have watched, I watched a week ago, Brian has just watched. Just watched. I am curious, Yellow. Ooh. From 1967. Criterion number 180, directed by Vigo Sjormen. The, uh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> su- su- Sujerman? Sujerman? Um, and I last talked to you about this a week ago. Yes. And I think I was about 20 minutes in, and I was like, I dig the vibe of this. And yeah. then I stopped talking to you and then got into a bunch of politics stuff. And then I less like the vibe of this. Which was like immediately from the movie. <laughs> like you said, the way you pitched it to me uh, later, you told me about it, like to pay attention because at one point in the movie, it starts getting like heavy into politics mm-hmm. and it started immediately <laughs> in the heavy into politics. And I was wondering, does it get worse or did Joey just not understand what was happening? I, as soon as like they started talking about, anyway, um, let me load up. The criterion. I should have done that before we started. Criterion. Criterion. Aboutski. Yo soy curioso amarillo. Si. I like that it's in Spanish, even though it was in Swedish. <laughs> I almost typed amarillo in the search engine. <laughs> uh, I actually bought a couple Criterion releases during the Barnes & Noble sale. Oh, wow. they do um, 50% off Criterion I think one yeah, or two times a year. Yeah, they're trying to dump them. <laughs> they're really trying to get rid of Nobody's buying them, so I'm like, uh, 50. You know what? You know what? Just take it. <laughs> just just take it. I got some good ones, though. I got um, Harold and Maude, which I'd never seen, hmm. and I've watched about half of it so far. It's pretty good. We'll see if that, we'll see if that one's on uh, streaming. Hello. Um, got Naked Lunch, which I've never seen. Mm-hmm. It's David Cronenberg and yeah. RoboCop. Oh. And they're doing that book, so there's like it's like a drug movie. Okay, sure, sure yeah. yeah. Um, what else did I get? Um, fuck, I knew I was gonna blank, and we just moved them all over to the other room, and now I can't remember. There, there was there were some good ones. Yeah, I am curious. Yellow is brought to you by Criterion Abowski. Seized by customs upon entry in the United States, subject of a heated court battle and banned in numerous cities, Vigos Jorman's I Am Curious Yellow is one of the most controversial films of all time. 
This landmark document of Swedish society during the sexual revolution has been declared both obscene and revolutionary. It tells the story of Lena, a searching and rebellious young woman, and her personal quest to understand the social and political conditions of 1960s Sweden, as well as her bold exploration of her own sexual identity. I Am Curious Yellow is a subversive mix of drama and documentary techniques attacking capitalist injustices and frankly addressing the politics of sexuality. That especially adds some uh, some nuance to sexuality with your voice. Yeah, it's yeah. A nice touch. <laughs> It's nice like touch. a gross old pervy man. Yeah. <laughs> like talk, yeah. That's what I'm... Basically like the director in this movie. I'm basically channeling myself in 50 years when yep. I do that voice. Yeah, that like, sounds about right. Yeah. Every time he says sexual, he's got to say it in the back of his throat. <laughs> so right off the bat, alternate title, 25% fantastic. This is I Am Curious Yellow, 1967, criterion number 180. Uh, Rotten Tomato score, 52% with... Um, I wrote 13 positive out of 12 negative, but that then that fraction doesn't... I guess that does fraction. That, it yeah, okay. it, well, and that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the review, too. There's a review. It's not necessarily the score, right? Cause, or are the scores It's just positive and negative, so yeah. it's like uh, yes yeah. or no. And then IMDb score of 6.1 with 2,811 votes. Uh, so the, the thing that, right off the bat, I will say is I didn't quite understand the recommendation of this one compared to all the other movies we had watched and it kept popping up it's like solo this sweet movie this and like night porter this i didn't quite track other than there's like the last half of the movie is like boobs and that's it yeah i i thought it was like a pretty fine like it, it wasn't disgusting like i was expecting no it was not i think this movie is just uh i feel like it's just them tearing down criterion tearing down the curtain behind their inner workings being like yes we want you all to be socialists and communists and this that's why we put this movie in the collection so and that's why they show they like lump it in there with everything that way you're all it's always in the peripherals <laughs> and you're always looking like what is this and you finally watch it and you go oh socialism doesn't yeah everybody, so that's communism. everything should be fair well uh i think socialism is like a form of communism that's what i thought see i told you it's like Really pay attention to politics politics part of this because I have no fucking idea yeah, what any of this I stuff think, they're talking about. I is. think communism is like a leg of socialism because there are socialist things that are. And during the '60s, Sweden was socialist. Yeah, and they were getting rid of it. No, they were actually um, they were kind of like doubling down on it a little. Oh, bit. okay. Uh, I kind of read like a, a little brief history about sweden's government and stuff and in the 60s it was like peak uh capitalist actually like that's why they're talking about the she keeps talking about is it fair that a doctor makes 10 times more than a restaurant worker and i'm like yeah yeah and i love that a lot of people are like yeah (laughs) he's a i couldn't tell if she had like a side though i couldn't tell if she was like i don't know because it kept going like she kept talking about conservatism and socialism. I think she was all about she was all about like the socialists and everything. She um, kept she she had a line of questioning and it was like that line of questioning it felt to me like when rich kids go to college and they want to rebel. Yeah, that's literally what it is. This is a liberal arts student. And she even says she's a film student. <laughs> I know, the very she's, beginning. She's every liberal arts student ever. Uh there was uh whereas 
they actually described it uh the director because the beginning of this is like very fourth wall breaking where the director is hanging out with the lead actress in this movie and they're about to make this movie yeah and she's in it and they're they're at some like political speech and she was like oh we should we should get him for the movie it's like i could have a love scene with him and yeah and then she's like i don't think she really understood anything they were talking about but but drama students. And he was like, I know she's not super crazy smart, but she's fucking hot. <laughs> so yeah. kind of like the subtext of that. And uh, I thought that was really funny. Also, a quick uh, update on communism versus socialism. Communism is basically a more extreme socialism. Okay. Where, like, everybody is equal and there's no, like, everything's owned by everybody and you share everything. Versus socialism, there's, like, a system of pay still. It's all, like, equal, but there's still, like, levels of payment and everything. So you can have... You don't have, like, huge amounts of wealth because you still share it. But you get, like... Everything is more of a, more of an even playing field for everybody. Is socialism. Okay. Versus communism is, like, everybody gets everything and we're all equal. And then Friends? you have Stalin murdering everybody. So that happens. Yeah, I put a star next to it. She understood politics, but God... Or she didn't understand politics, but God. Drama students. It's God. literally what the, the subtitle said. Yeah. Um... And the I would say the first ten minutes of this, it was like they weren't even taking their own movie seriously. I didn't know I didn't know what they were doing, and I still even after watching it, I still have a vague idea of what the movie was because at first I thought it's like is this like a documentary? Like is that what this is going to be the I entire time? Thoughts. I think it's supposed to blend or blur those lines and make you think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they made a whole movie off of like a joke from Spaceballs or something. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, that's that's literally what I feel like I watched, well, like a serious art film. We have this weird self congratulating song that's talking about the director and talking about the movie, and then it has these on screen subtitles of who you are. We have yeah. our, our Amish director with his chin beard making out with his lead actress in an elevator, who's half her half his age, half his age, and then um, buy our film, buy our film, buy the yellow, buy the blue, buy them both, because it's two, which is like, what is happening here? It's genius. <laughs> it's the Pokemon strategy. I saw where Pokemon <laughs> got this from. Collect all the somebody tits. Somebody saw it. It's like, I got it. We'll make the same game, but two different colors. <laughs> well, apparently the the blue one is a completely different movie. Is like, it? it takes place before and after Yellow. And I guess initially it was all one movie, but it was like three and a half hours long. Well, oh, so so they, the other movie's only an hour and a half? I don't know. I hope. I guess, yeah. Because that, that two hours is a long I mean, maybe hours. they expanded them once they were separated, but I don't know. Probably. The, for whatever reason, Yellow is the only one everyone talks about. Hmm. And so, so blue I, must really suck, <laughs> I guess. Or there's no tits in it. Mm, maybe that's, yeah, it. that's probably it. There's uh, before we really get deep. Um, this used bookstore I go to all the time mm-hmm. has this section of movie novelizations, which is where I found the Encino Man yeah. for LLJK. Yeah. But they had, I think, about six or seven copies of this companion book for I'm Curious Yellow, and I saw this a long time ago. And when we pushed this because we were yeah. going to do it a week ago. I went and looked at that book to see what it was. Now, like after I had watched it, half the book is the script. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. Um, and then a bunch of stills from the movie, and of course they really picked a lot of the naked ones naturally. But in the back of it was transcript excerpts from the obscenity trial for this movie. Oh. Which I almost bought it 
to bring on the show. That just would be for, cool. That like, would actually be cool to. Yeah, here I think. Yeah, well, I think that'd be neat. I, I I read through a bunch of it, and they really a lot of it was talking to people on whether or not they thought that this movie had artistic value or merit outside of hey, there's a bunch of like nudity and really aggressive political views in it. Yeah, but they act. The director actually went over there from Sweden because a lot of the trial took place without people from the movie. It was just hey, should this be allowed in the states? And he came in, and it was like the only questions they were asking him is, did your lead actress, Lena, did she touch the penis on screen? Oh, yeah, when she's like... When they're laying down in the grass. Touching it in her mouth and like eating the hair and everything. Well, yeah, when they're finger raking the pubes. Yeah, that's what it was, and yeah. And like, did she, did she touch her mouth on the penis? He's like, I looked at the film, I can't tell. Yes, yes, but... Did her lips touch the penis? <laughs> we must know. Um, it's important for my erection. Direction <laughs> of the action that uh, we take. Uh, yes. Um, now, if she were to touch her lips upon the penis. <laughs> How would you describe her touching her lips upon that? And please, please, this is, it's very important that you were, that you are very, very descriptive. Leave nothing out and don't look at me in the this eye. This is only going to help us. <laughs> So it was it, it was really fascinating to see a lot of these super smart people and just thinking about 1960 something when all that they had to better to do was to talk about whether a movie was obscene and decide whether or not they would let it in the states. Yeah. It was just fucking mental to me. Cuz this is the like Solo I feel like was around the same time. Yeah, and that was banned until like 10 years ago. That one I could kind of get, but this one felt like yeah, no. Maybe it was built up too much. Well, like, and I think also we are super desensitized now to <laughs> what is happening on screen. Mm-hmm. Whereas after you know having solo and then going to this, you're just like, what the fuck? Who gives a shit? Like it's a dong. Like whatever. Even yeah. after even after eight na- or sweet movie, you just worse. Oh. <laughs> that's uh, still my least favorite. I, it, I'd watch solo again before sweet movie. Um, <sighs> I feel uh, like they, like that penis that penis touching was weirder, <laughs> and sure. she quit after it. <laughs> this actress was just like whatever, whatever. Yeah, drama students. I'm just gonna rake this. Yeah, gonna rake these rake these man bush. It's gonna um, really get in there. I think a lot Scabies. of it actually was more to do with the politics, which was kind of a bummer for me because I expected just like there must be some like heinous shit. To like oh, even I'm sure have... a lot of it, especially in the 60s, was the politics yeah, of it. And so, I mean, we can skip a huge chunk of the movie because it starts with that this weird behind the scenes of these this director and this actress making this, like setting up a, a, a movie to, or a social documentary, yeah. interviewing what I think were real people. It seemed like it. Yeah, like man on the street interviews. Yeah. What do you think about it? It felt like it was like part interview. I mean, these are the types of questions that would be in a documentary and yeah. would have these answers. So I feel like it's like that you're right, that it was a doc. I feel like it was a documentary partly, but then it turned into this weird fourth wall breaking whatever the fuck mess of a movie. Well, they I feel like maybe they started making that other one seriously. I don't know. And I'm then they're even... just like, "We this is like every other movie right now. Let's let's make it weird. 
Let's get weird. Let's like add let's this beginning. It, let's make it seem like it's not part. We're not in the movie, but we're in the movie. How do you feel everything. about pew breaking? You are you want, cool? You guys, you guys just want to do. So, you guys just want to film us doing yoga for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, let's just do that. Yeah, there would be these weird moments of like comedy almost. Yeah, and I love those parts. Yeah, like, that was I great. thought they were super funny. That, that was fun. And it was every time they would like. It'd be an intense moment in the movie, and then they'd step out of it, and you realized it was like a movie. Yeah. And then they'd go back into it. So it almost felt like there were three different levels of this thing. There was us watching them make a movie. There was the documentary part of it. There was the movie within the movie, which was like kind of Lena in her her life. Yeah. In her house and in the weird cabin where she didn't wear a shirt. Yeah. For, for 40 minutes or whatever it was. I, yeah. She's awesome. Just More power to her. But boobs everywhere. Boob. Huge nipples. Just monster <laughs> nipples staring at you throughout the entire movie. Um, I'm So I, I had a couple mo- notes going up to this just about, you know, has the movie started yet? Uh, they're just talking to people about a lot of stuff I don't understand. Um, then I had, I must have really liked this quote uh, from a, some chef she interviewed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and dress them, and they're all alike. Dress them, and we have a class system. Which felt like that kind of summed up the beginning part of it. Yeah. Um, it didn't really seem like they were pushing the audience to think one way or the other, because they would let people talk who were pro, and they'd let people talk who were against, and then she'd ask about women's rights, and then suddenly we're in the editing room with our Amish director and Lena, like, looking at the footage, and... I guess that guy that the director was interviewing outside of the house with the kid ended up being like the Swedish prime minister or something later. Yeah, the transportation something. guy. Yeah, the transportation guy. Um, Wait, the kid did or the dude? The dude that the guy was oh, di- yeah. interviewing, and okay. then he's like looking off to the side, and Lena's like hanging out with some kid. Yeah, and then he has like, like his arm on his head. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. And he was like getting jealous about it, and then we go to the editing room, and he's like kind of pissed that he's seeing her do this. And they kind of have a conversation about it in the editing room. And then we go back out for another 20 minutes of interview, uh, man-on-the-street interviews. Did you like the the little, uh, there's, all, all of a sudden, you just hear this deep English voice, and you're, like, English-speaking voice, like, what the fuck is that? And then it's, the director cut himself in a way that looks like he's interviewing Martin Luther King. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, what is going on? Which actually comes up several times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cuts interview with uh, Martin Luther King. Yeah. Um, so I I have a couple more jots like interviewing a dude about his military service. Most of the stuff uh, is just like interview. It's documentary style. She's going. She's like woman on the street. Like the first third of this movie, even maybe a little bit more, is woman on the street interviewing people, asking her, asking them about. Oh, do you think it's fair that people who go to school and are smarter make more money than like people who don't have the capil- the capacity to do that? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, they they're <laughs> doing the best they can for themselves. I mean, you gotta. Not everybody can be a fucking doctor, you know. I it just but why not? <laughs> because you you don't want a fucking dummy cutting you open. <laughs> we are now at the Neiman Institute, which is what Lena calls her apartment. Newspaper. Or, well, it's, she also like starts a newspaper. It's it's just like her research. I feel like it's her room that she's crammed full of stuff. It is. It's like it's like. Uh, proletariat headquarters. <laughs> then there's this this weird moment, and I don't really know why it was in there, but there's this bag 
hanging yeah. from the ceiling. Yeah. The, what's the in the bag? bag? Guess what's in the bag? Win a vacation or a, a plot of land or whatever Win the fuck a, it was. A trip and, to Spain. Yeah, Win yeah. Something else. I forget what all. Th- I should have written them. down. It was like was in like the middle of things. the fake or in the middle of the behind the scenes movie part. It suddenly has this text on screen. It's like, guess what's in the bag? Win a prize. Like it's this huge fourth wall breaking thing. You're just like, um, I don't know. Bodies. Is it a cat? <laughs> it's a probably cat? a cat. It's a cat. Who do I send this to? But but Joey, is the cat alive or dead? Do I have to answer <laughs> to get if it's a cat? Do I still get the beach house? Only if you can tell me if it's alive or dead with the tiny bit of poison that's in there. <laughs> There's two cats. One's alive. One's dead. No, there is one cat. <laughs> Trick question. Uh, I don't know what this. There, arc- there's one cat. You can tell when it's alive because it's thrashing around wildly. You can tell when it's dead because it stopped. <laughs> I okay. I just realized what my note said here. <laughs> it's an alt title. This is like me rediscovering these all over again because this is a week ago. Yeah. Glass eyed colon skip to the tits. <laughs> this is the my alt title at this point because we go back for more interviews. Yeah. Um. Let's see. This is now the chunk where she's boycotting everything, and I didn't really understand why she's bi- boycotting different embassies. She's walking around, and there's three people walking around with signs that every time they show a sign, it says something different, and there's only three people. Yeah. So they obviously had, like, a bag full of signs. They just would, like, pick up, drop, pick up, drop, pick I was like, this is, seems like the most inefficient protest i've ever seen or like the most descriptive where they're trying to be very accurate with what they're describing and the only way to do that through protest signs is to have 30 protest signs so it has like her her whole argument yeah as opposed to like boil down to the soundbite or word bites like important <laughs> things that you would see it's this huge long conversation one-sided conversation describing it and you're just like this i i honestly possible I know that they boycotted traveling to Spain because of a dictator. Yeah, because of Franco. Fran- Franco. Franco. Who's dead now. Yeah. Um, I had to look that up. I didn't. I, yeah, that I, was a while ago. It's like, I know I say a lot. I don't really know anything about politics and this type of stuff. Like, I really, really don't. No, I know. Yeah, I know. But like, I know you know. Yeah. But I think people might think it's a goof. No, it's I not. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Um. Yeah, he was like a king slash like shitty. I don't. I don't know the exact. He was just a dictator that killed yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Look at yeah. Um. So then we go from there to she's trying to get money back from her dad to go see a hypnotist. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's like, a, that was like a throwaway thing. It, it was just to get to her dad. He's he's yeah. like a piece of shit like guy working, and she's like, I I owe the money. Shit, he's a piece of shit guy. He he came back to take care of his daughter and is working to keep her like alive and, and like take care of her he's really not a piece of shit but he does have an awesome kitchen toilet he d- yeah I say, he does piss in the sink though so is it the sink i thought I it was like an actual the- toilet drain i think it's just the sink because she goes over there at one point before he pisses in the sink and like gets a glass of water from that same corner oh so i think it's just a sink that he just pisses in because they probably don't have like a proper like bathroom in what do, well what do you do for shit though you just like s- smash it down the drain Maybe, or there's probably, like, a communal toilet down the street, uh, down the hall. okay. Yeah, I just was like, that guy just, like, started peeing in the corner. Yeah. But he's, like, peeing into something. I thought maybe it was just, like, one of those weird outhouse cups that, like, hang out from the wall. Sure. Looks yeah. like a spittoon, but yeah. it's just for piss. Just for piss, yeah. <clears throat> so he brings over, uh, the dad brings home a dude that he's talking with, and Lena comes out of her room, 
and listens to them talk a little bit. And then they make like half eye contact. And then he follows her back into her room and they're like looking at all her crap everywhere. She's got pictures of atrocities and things sprinkled all over her wall and this board that says what is it since somebody ran away it was oh it was the the date since that franco ran from the war or something it had to do with something with, with Frank, franco yeah, yeah. franco or something well and then maybe days since they left world war two I, I don't know i don't remember she had you kind of get a glimpse into like her her headquarters where she's got all these different bins sorting different things she cares about there's an m box for all the men she's like slept with which yeah it's like 27 or something. 23 like, 23 in a row <laughs> no not in a row That's um literally what i thought of it's like it's like 23 and i just said out loud in a row <laughs> no brian not in a row so um, 27 dicks in a row <laughs> um so then they start making out in her room and it's like super claustrophobic and tight because she has all this crap everywhere yeah and then they get like half naked, and then there's this moment where they're like, "It was gonna be this like super spontaneous, hey, let's fuck real quick" type yeah. of thing, but then they have to like rearrange her room, which actually <laughs> felt like the most realistic like yeah, sex yeah. scene ever. You're just like, "Oh yeah, let's have sex." All right, cool. First, let's like get things out of the way. Yeah, we got to get like a mattress. We let's don't get have the mattress. This isn't gonna work. Let's let's, <laughs> let's lay down a blanket. Let's get the pillows right, and then we'll do it. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> you have a conversation before you do it, and you're like, I know, I'm like. No, this is like the most realistic. I feel we don't like have a proper fuck scene. space yet. Yeah. So let's. I don't just... want to just fuck here because this is uncomfortable. Yeah. Meanwhile, so he's kept seeing. He keeps saying thank you over and over again. He keeps saying he thank kept, you. Well, he said it like two or three times. Like right as they were about to start, she's like, "Thank you, thank you." I was like, "That's the most romantic thing a man could ever say." <laughs> thank you for letting me do this inside of you. Ugh, gross. Um. So the the best thing is is that the dad just is like hanging out at the kitchen table and it's like, Oh, well no, he leaves for that point. Like he, at some point he realizes like, Hey, he's well, not going to come out again. Yeah, He walks like they're in the room. She's showing him her stuff. He kind of is like eating. There's a close up shot of him eating because mm-hmm. it's criterion. And then we, he was goes, spaghetti? no, but it was like a weird white thing. Like okay. Danish looking fucking thing. Uh, he goes to the doorway and sees that they're like, uh, kind of making out a little bit. And he just kind of just sighs, turns and leaves. He yeah. leaves the apartment uh, yeah. and then they bone. And then they bone, but they do the weird kneel bone. They're kneeling facing each other. Yeah. And then they learn how to kiss. <laughs> Did you see like when they started kissing each other? It was like, a couple little pecks. Oh. <laughs> and then, like, as they, like, really, right before they get into it, he's just, like, his bottom lip is just going, like, up and down, like, uh, <laughs> like a cartoon. Like, how would you think a cartoon boy would try to kiss uh, a woman? Uh, uh, it was just, like, uh, Well, the best part about this being see. from the 60s is they didn't even have to wear privacy patches because they had massive bush. That's true. They just, like, bash them against each yep. other. Um, there, then there was another weird fourth wall break while you're watching them make out and it cuts to this like TV and this lady comes on and says, the bad signal on your screen is due to erection failure. Yeah. I'm like, what? what? And it's like, almost wanted to rewind to make sure I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, and then we go back to the scene and it's just like post sex post. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's implying, but cause I know they boned. Well, obviously they did. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, yeah. yeah. This is this is when they talk about her twenty three dudes, and then full screen we see twenty three question mark, 
and I felt like that was the director. But 19 didn't count. 19 didn't count. But well, she's like 23, and you see 23. Like, it's the director at, like reacting to this yeah. or whatever. As he's what? What? Oh, 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 oh. Um, board of censors meeting censored. I, I don't even remember what that... Board of censors? Does that sound familiar to you? No. I okay. mean, hang on. Board of censors meeting is censored. Censors the board the meeting of the censors board is censored or something like that. I don't remember. Okay, I don't. Well, remember mustn't that. have been that cool. Mustn't that cool. Um, and then they go fuck on, in public on some important public building in Sweden after the two thirty four a.m. sunrise, Stockholm. It's up north. Okay, got it. I was just like, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. They're like they have really like, really fucked up sun during the summer. <laughs> That's a, apparently some like government building, like a yeah. real government yeah. building. So yeah, I think I part of that was why people were pissed about this movie Probably. too. They acted like they were fucking in public on some. They just like took took her pants off, but she had like a coat and a dress, and then they sat facing each other on this rail. So they look fully clothed still, but they were they just start rocking back, rocking and, back forth, and forth. Like, yeah. what's going on over there? They're just like talking really weird. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Hey. Or Stephen, should we? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think those people are fucking on the rail over there. Oh, I think they maybe they're just they're just catching their balance. They look like they're rocking back and oh, forth. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just kissing a little bit. Yeah, they're just kissing, and there's the wind. It's a really windy day. To be young and in love. Oh, 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 Ooh, to Ford, Ford, Ford. So then we find out, thanks to her dad, that the guy is married. Yep, with a kid. No, not married. Oh, he has well, a, he a has family. a <laughs> child and a woman he's uh, seems to be married to, but never actually says until later. But that's the kid's mom, right? But that's the kid's mom. Okay, yeah. So he lives with a lady and his I ge- kid. I guess because he also says that, like later, she asks him if he's ever fucked her, and he said no. But he has a kid, so maybe. It, I don't know. I, that was a separate one. There was another lady. Uh, it was the the oh, Margarine or yeah. There was the something. secret family. Jesus. And then there was another lady. But you basically find out this guy's a player. Yeah. Um. He's not a fan of what some would call polygamy. His name is Bor- Borge. Bor- Borgen. Bor- B O with the the umlaut. Bourge. 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 We'll say Bourge. It's gonna start melting Ooh, like hoot, a hoot, hoot, bourge. So then, so Lena tells her her dad that she's stuck on Bourget, Um and then that's when the dad tells her that, oh yeah, he's got a family, by the way. Yeah. So we haven't done any man on the street interviews for a while. I feel like that was just a way to set up the headspace of this lady and her like activist, like what she's really focused on right now. She's yeah. got someone kind of taking care of her. She's young. She's attractive. Sexually liberated. Um, Six. Sexually liberated. Um, And it seems like when you're like that and you're comfortable, you kind of like look for things to complain about or raise shit about. Yeah. That's how I feel about those type of people. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like extreme white people problems. (laughs) I mean, some of that stuff is kind of like the socialism is used. I'm sure we're kind of fucked up there. It just for whatever reason, that stereotype of that like her hot her, girl, her um investigation of it was not great. Like <laughs> she was like blaming doctors and 
like just the people that she like chose that shouldn't like that were making so much more money you're just like you're not going to be sympathetic towards her cause because obviously a doctor should be compensated well for what they do they save lives what she should have been doing is like, hey, shouldn't like teachers be getting paid more or something like this? Because, but like that would. Would be you like to see my boobies? Yeah. Oh, the whole. Would Would you like to like a tickle me little nipple? <laughs> this is okay. Number twenty four comes to find Lena. He's been asking about him, and he um is getting kind of like upset about it. Like, yeah. she's gonna she's like fuck around. up my stuff. Yeah, and starts beating up a dude. That is now living in Lena's room. Yeah. I don't know who he was. I don't, I don't care. He was delivering papers. He was yeah. delivering... Initially, like, earlier in the movie, he was with her and somebody else, some other random girl who disappears, uh, delivering the newspapers that she was printing about her socialist For the institute, yes. Yeah, the institute. And he finds out that she's gone out of town. And this, I feel like this is kind of where the rest of the movie takes place, uh, is where she goes out um, to kind of do this weird retreat. Oh, also, before it uh, got into that, there was the whole, the newscast uh, uh, talking about how Sweden decided that it's going to no longer participate in, like, it's going to only be uh, a non-violent... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, non-violence defense plan. Defense plan, yeah. Where it's just like, oh, yeah, so we're not going to attack anybody ever again, and if we are attacked, we're just going to lay in the middle of railroad tracks. <laughs> they had that weird scene where they were doing, like, the, the dry runs. Yeah. Like, okay, this is, like, ideal scenario. We go out here and do this thing, and then we, like, kind of resist and don't do anything, but they're going to have guns. <laughs> like, yeah. They're, like, the people there who were trying to learn this new nonviolent way of doing things were like, this seems like a not great idea. And the guy's like, the guy's like, is explaining it, is saying that, well, if yes, they'll come with their ideas, but we'll come with our ideas, and then they have to, you know, it goes both ways. If we're listening, then they'll start listening, and then we'll have the upper hand. I feel like if they though, use their ideas, they can shoot the 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 Swedes' ideas out of their heads with their yeah bullets. with the bullets really easily. It's not a great plan, especially when you want to really advertise when like Russia is right next to you. Way to go, Lena! You're on the front lines. Get out there, yeah. hot dog. <laughs> yeah, non-violent. Do you have any friends? Send them out as well. Yeah. Oh, um, all right, topless meditation. Finally, yes. So <laughs> she has this like. Um, it's almost a Wes Anderson-y sequence of title on the screen, like what's going on. Yeah. For the, it's like, oh, lunch. And it's like a piece of grass or whatever. It was peas. Pe- lunch, breakfast was water. Okay. Lunch was peas. A pea? Like three peas that she cut up with a knife, like very comically cut with knife and fork. Yeah. Uh, and dinner was, I think, a carrot, but I don't know. Yeah, it looked like a peeled the carrot. The way that she was eating it was ravenous ridiculous but then she had the yoga again yeah. she's topless for all this yeah good honor thank god but then we hit that fourth wall break we were talking about where you see like she's trying to do a pose and then it like cuts to the camera and the director and this, i can't do this i this is too hard i don't know what uh, yeah and then she, like a woman is like doing it showing her how to do the pose she's like oh no you do this and you try, try this one arm. try this one yeah and then Everybody is doing different yoga poses. It <laughs> yeah. cuts to like everybody in the crew. They're all kind of like watching. And then it cuts back to them, and then they're doing yoga poses. The director it cuts to the director. He's doing one, and then it cuts to like it says like sound 
sound man yeah. or whatever, and he's trying a different one. They're all trying to show her different yoga poses. It was great. But, I loved it. I uh, wanted yeah. to keep watching. I was like, <laughs> I, I, it happened, and I just wanted it to go on for a while. I wanted it to continue for a good 10 minutes or so. <laughs> it was really good. But we're, we're snapped out of like the the fourth wall breaking moment yeah. when Burje zooms up to the house. He like finds out where she is. Yeah. And I feel like this sequence is where a lot of um, the stills from this movie and the publicity stuff from this movie is what I see. It's the two, these two people naked in the house, like fighting. Yeah. Which is a good, I, I feel like we could make a Criterion movie called like two people naked and fighting. Yeah. Or well, like acting. As long as, as long as they have serious Bush, then yeah, it's, <laughs> that's a Criterion movie. Yeah. And if you could get them to speak in like Portuguese while it's happening, even better. Okay, okay. Um, we almost are at the pew break though, which is exciting. This is exciting. Um, she does have a gun and shoots in his direction because he's being weirdly aggressive about her, like asking around. And then, it, and then the shot splits his shirt open. I didn't really catch what happened. Did it? There. Uh, I don't remember that. No, I don't know what happened. Like he was wearing a shirt that was fine and normal, and then she shoots her gun, and then he turns around, and his shirt is like or open. I don't know if there was something that I missed where he was unbuttoning it oh, and then <laughs> did it. I don't, I don't know. But it was like, he. it seemed to me that she shot the gun and the, the bull, I don't know if the bullet or just the action of the shot caused his shirt to pop open. Oh, like okay. maybe like the sound made it go pop, pop, pop. <laughs> um, we have, my next note here is forceful cunnilingus. Where yes. they like are fighting and angry, and he's like, "I'm so angry at you. I'm just gonna." <laughs> and then they they fuck, I guess, and are laying almost like weirdly sixty nine style, but like on their sides. Yeah. And that that's when you just see her like how if you're sitting by someone like your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, and you're like raking your fingers through their hair. Yeah. She's doing that with his pubes. Yeah. And it's so fucking weird. On the bottom <laughs> half. She's doing that on the bottom half. <laughs> but to be fair, you can't really tell because it is the 60s or whatever. Yeah, and no, it's like, it it's kind of everywhere. And she does like a thing where she leans over and like makes a kiss sound. That was the moment they were talking to the director about in the trial. I was like, so did she, did she kiss the penis? Kiss the penis was her mouth on the penis. Tell me how many takes do you have any bean egg? Much, I would like to see. How much saliva <laughs> did she have in her mouth when she. And it's like such a non moment, but I had watched the movie and then was looking at that trial transcript. And it was just like a non part of the movie. Like, it's not even important. No. And it was just because, oh, she might have. It, it's so weird to me. The hang ups. I know. In, like, in America with anything sexually related. When there's so many other things going on in it. It's yeah. Just, your lips might have greased the shaft. And whatever. Did, did his pubes, were they freshly cleaned? <laughs> All I could think of was like, man, I hope they had gotten a shower like right before that. Because they were like yeah. both like nose in each other's snatch. And like yeah. in the heat of the moment. But you don't want to like hang out afterwards and be like, <laughs> let's just be right down Right next here. to it. Yeah. 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 Like, mm, let's clean up and yeah. then we'll talk again. <laughs> don't look at me till. <laughs> yeah. But that's, we have another weird fourth wall break. But it's a really quick one. And you see the Amish director and he's just like rubbing this lady's face. Yeah. What, what? Who the fuck that was? I don't what? know. You find out later what it was, but right at that yeah. moment, it's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, back into the movie. Um, I had an old title for su- Suddenly Neckbeard. 
which feel like every time we are interrupted and we see him, it takes me out of the movie so hard because he looks like no one else. Because yeah, he, he looks like he should be building a barn somewhere. Yeah, he's, it's it's a really great neck beard. But yeah, it's just he doesn't fit with anyone else in the movie. Um, Lena confronts a dude about the family. Uh, hilarious wide shot of them fucking in a lake, like a really shallow yeah. lake. Yeah. Uh, not much else to say about that. They, no, that was pretty much it. And then they, like, they, excuse me, they tear up the next shot of them driving down the street, standing in, they're both standing in the passenger and driver's seat car, driving the car. Oh, is, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. And yeah. then they start fucking in a tree somewhere. Or, like, p- planning to. Like, they're like, all right, we gotta try it, we gotta go, like, yeah, this way. And- but then they, well, they end up fucking in the tree. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> This movie. <laughs> I know, but I just had a weird, like, <laughs> I was like, out of my body. Outside, yeah, you're like, like, yeah, then they just start fucking in a tree. Like, it's just a normal thing that you do or see. But first they have to plan it. I, that was like a moment in this movie where we suddenly break out of what we're looking at. That yeah. was me breaking out of this podcast and hearing what we're actually saying. And just being like, okay, <laughs> let's let's make it work. <laughs> Okay, where where the fuck am I? Uh, I don't know. There's still 20 minutes left. Yeah, at they're least planning on fucking left. in a massive tree. I said, what is even happening? Later, Lena opens his secret trunk of his car yeah. and finds a hair dryer. And a note for some flowers for another woman, this Marjorie-type woman or whatever. Okay, now see if you can figure out what this means. <laughs> because I just wrote right after that, full-on dong surprise. Yeah. So so afterwards, she takes a hair dryer and puts it into her mystery bag. So oh, oh, that's what's in the with the dead cat. One of the things. Yeah. Then she goes and lays back down next to him, and she, he just kind of like, literally, just kind of like sticks his dick inside of her. Like they're they're like in this spoon position, and he just kind of like grabs her hips and just boop, and she's uh, just okay. like, uh, and she's clearly like kind of pissed, but like yeah, not, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So then she starts like he's basically starts fucking her and then she starts asking her all these questions she's asking him all these questions about this other woman yeah and he's yes. still fucking her and kind of answering the questions and you don't need to she- nod your head like that you do you still yeah. fucking so stop it brian still stop it. still fucking still fucking and then eventually, that's when they have this fight yeah scene. eventually just like i can't fucking take this anymore like this isn't <laughs> working for me i'm soft still i'm trying <laughs> well clearly and, because they get up and have a naked fight and they yeah. were just fucking and it's like butters complaining about game of thrones all yeah. these big floppy wieners everywhere so many after they wieners. just finished banging a lady it's impossible <laughs> uh. but they, yeah they have this whole fight scene and they're completely naked which that probably had to be pretty hard to do yeah probably um we have a couple moments of like the director pacing around outside. They send someone up to like shut the door and it was almost like a weird, like it wasn't even part of the movie anymore or something. Like they're not filming it. Yeah. There's like outside listening. I don't know what that was supposed to say. Um, but they have this whole fight scene naked. And I think they kind of like, they kind of fuck, but it was kind of forceful. Oh yeah, after, Towards the end, after of it. the end of the fight scene. Yeah, yeah, I think they end up fucking because she kind of like wraps up around him. Okay, you see like yeah. his butt, and she wraps around, and then they cut to the next morning or like later, and he's, and gone. he's driving off. I actually got really like that shot too. Um, well, you can see out the road there. See, well, yeah, you can see the reflection of the cars. He's like really awkwardly backing up and then tearing off, and she's mm. sleeping, kind of like waking up in mm. another room down the hall. 
It was a cool. It was a neat shot. I liked it. Yeah. Um, um, we go to. I just wrote Lena has been naked forever. Yeah, she <laughs> really has this, this point. Like from the the naked yoga or topless yoga, all through this scene, which is probably like thirty minutes. Um, she has a dream where she's wrapping up like the twenty two people on the tree, and then there's Bourget. Yeah, and then we get our our criterion required random dick stab. Like out of fucking yeah, nowhere. Yeah, she has. She's talking about a dream that she had, and then yeah. it shows the dream, and she's like tying up twenty three soccer players. Yeah, and then no, it was twenty two because he was the twenty third. Oh yeah, she's like, but one wasn't there. No, no, he was twenty fourth. Oh, he twenty fourth. Okay. So was she's tying up twenty three. She's like, they're, they're one who wasn't there. And then you see like him walking in the woods on that path, and she shoots him with a gun, and then she walks over and takes a knife out, and then you just hear it go. I'm like, oh, like that one was actually worse for me than. Like the full on dick cut of In the Realm of the Senses. Yeah. Because I wasn't expecting it at all. I'm just glad they didn't show it. I'm just fine with it after that. I'm also surprised they didn't show it, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, uh, th- and now she wakes up from her dream and now she's heading back to the city. This is where we have our second Martin Luther King interview. Yeah. More close up eating of her. She like has all the treats at the she goes to a table and she's like eating all these like she's just like cakes and stuff. Being sad, I guess. Yeah. But the, it was like the weird moment where she's driving back to the city, there's all these like cat caller types and they have a conversation, drive away, and then another person comes up and then they when they do the reverse shot, it's not a dude in the car, it's Martin Luther King sitting in a chair. Yeah. And she's still like riding her bike down the road talking to Martin Luther King. No idea, but it was it was kind of funny either way. Um, so now I, we're back at home. Lena returns the hairdryer to Borgia at his work, tells him he has scabies. Yeah. I th- And the, when they're, like, filming another scene for this movie. Yeah. Like, I, I had to look up what scabies were. I was like, that's I, not an STD. It's I, just I, like I looked, a, it, I looked it up, too, because I was like, that's familiar. I think, I was like, isn't that like a, is that, I was like, it's a rash it's or something? It's just like a weird, but contagious. It's a contagious oh, mite okay, okay. That burrows under your skin, but it is like. It's probably from raking in those pubes. Right? <laughs> it was probably from, like, there. hanging outside in the, in the grass, and then all of a sudden you're rubbing up on each other. But, yeah, it. Can try. It's very contagious, so uh-huh. don't nece- not necessarily sexually transmitted, but yeah. it happens if one person has it, and there's it will you'll get it. Yeah, they're talking in the car, and this is where we have another cut. Yeah, and this kind of wraps up the meta plot of the movie in that Lena and the dude who plays Borge in the movie are now together, and the director and Lena have now separated. Yeah. And he's with that lady he's, whose face he was rubbing right. a while ago. And then the director and Bourget are getting kind of into it. and Snippy like, on he, the set. Yeah. Like trying to act as movies. Well, do you want the sunglasses on or off? You just, like, make up your mind. And they're being really, like, snappy at each other. Yeah. Which I bet that type of thing happens so fucking much on movies. Because, like, the more... Oh, I, yeah. The more that I am on shows and see... The kind of mental state people have to get in for like really hard drama stuff. Mm-hmm. It seems like eventually that would fuck with you. Yeah, you're gonna kind of snap a little bit. Yeah, like you, you have to get to a certain level in order for it to be believable. And even though it is fake, you are still kind of like weirdly putting yourself in that spot. Yeah, and I don't know. I bet like weird emotions start to trickle in like the longer shoes go and stuff like this. That. 
I don't know. I, I'm just glad I don't want to be an actor because yeah. that would fucking suck. Yeah, it would be awful. Peeing in the sink, back to the dad. I still the think there's again. another toilet there. I need to go look that up. I swear, I, I, I wouldn't surprise me if it's just a sink. I mean, they don't have... This is like a little tiny European country that I seems know, like a I thing. Just, like, you don't have a lot of money. You just pee in the sink. It's really just bumming me out because I thought he had a weird little... Whatever. You were hoping that he had yeah. a weird little... Because so, you want a little... You want a weird little kitchen urinal. I know you do. Yeah. It'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Just pee. Just pee. You put it like right under the sink. So if you have to like, I just, do well, I like that you don't have to leave the conversation <laughs> to take a piss. Exactly. You just kind of like turn into the corner and do your thing. Uh, um, so the we have the director. He's still weirdly kissing on the production lady while the actors are like getting deloused. Do you think it's because they actually have scabies? I don't know anymore at this point in time. I was just completely lost as to what this movie was I was watching. <laughs> it was the it was both actors completely nude getting like scrubbed off and in, in, in a thorough dong washing. Yeah. And thorough. Very thorough. Very, very thorough. Very thorough. And then they're like, now you do it. Like like the doctors were rubbing it on him and stuff. And then oh, they, yeah. and then they told they gave him more stuff and it's like, now put that on your your genital bush region. <laughs> And then they get, like, white powder thrown on them, and then the director is still, like, hanging on this lady. And then, like, the last scene of the movie is going back to almost that beginning scene where he's in the editing room, but the director is in there with this other lady now, and Lena comes in to check on him, uh, giving him a key, like, assuming she had a key to his place. He takes the key back. She leaves with the actor, Bourget. Yeah. And they go their separate ways, and that's, I guess, like the end of this love f- affair. Wait, they go, they get in the, they get in the elevator together, don't they? Yeah, yeah. The then, the the actress in the actor. Yeah, but yeah. at the end of the movie, they go separate ways. Those. Oh, you're talking about the director and the girl go yeah. separate ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, and I guess goes full circle. The I don't know. It makes the politic documentary part of this not really matter, I think. You forget about it. Yeah. You 100% forget about it. I think the director was indulging this woman to make this movie with her because he liked her. And when they were at that politic rally, he's like, but God, drama students. Like, right. She's fucking hot. Yeah, I'll make a movie for her. And so he's like following her around, shooting her, doing all these interviews. And I feel like that was that character's thing she was passionate about. And the director Mm -hmm. was doing it because like he just wanted to get some. And then they started to kind of come away from that. And then delousing. Yeah. And bushes. So many bushes. I don't know. It's just like they they peter out towards the end. Maybe, Maybe we have to watch the other one. I don't know. But I feel like... The the meta part of it wraps up, but like the stories that the movie set out with didn't didn't at all. But I still like the meta part of it. Yeah, if the movie was more that, this would be actually really great. But I didn't care about the politics part, which was probably the first third of the movie. I actually that part actually was kind of I, would, I conversely liked the interviews they were having with people on the street. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was kind of like into it. Yeah, I didn't, like, I, I didn't I mean, hate it. It's just like, it was a documentary, so it was interesting to hear other people's opinions of what was going on in this country that I don't know much about at yeah. that time in their uh, in their history. 
So I enjoyed. I actually enjoyed that aspect of it. But I, you know, I still love the fucking the yoga <laughs> cut. To I just didn't understand a lot of what they were talking about because I have no frame of reference, have my own opinion. So I didn't really like. I heard it and it was like, this is fine. It just didn't do anything for yeah, me. But you were right. She is just a liberal arts student going around asking liberal arts questions. Yeah, and she was hot, kind of. And that that was like the the point of the story. Yeah, like she was really good as an actress. I thought. Yeah, and she won a bunch of awards for being in this movie. And she an should. Actress. She had a sticker face in somebody's bush. <laughs> she did. I bet that that and kiss may moment. Or maybe not get scabies. Well, and may or may not kiss the penis. I don't know. Oh, she definitely kissed. The I bet that was like an improv thing. She's like just feeling the moment, yeah. and she's like, "Oh my god, she kissed the dick." Oh yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't know if we can put that in there. I'm gonna put that in there. Put it in there. <laughs> It's the realest thing. <laughs> it's the most real. Yeah, I don't know. It was deep. I, okay. I I enjoyed parts of this, but it, it wasn't at all what I was expecting it to be. It was more like an art movie than like yeah. a, gro- a gross out thing. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like it came from a really interesting point of view, and I bet I would get along with this director. <laughs> like as a person, I bet he and I would probably get along. Because the weird interjections in like the 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 main story, his like the the weird sense of humor, yeah, and he's fucking lets actresses be topless for forty minutes. I feel like we are kindred spirits. Sure, I I didn't hate this movie. Like I didn't hate it. Okay, obviously I thought it was so change like of I pace. Said, I feel like that's a, a raving review. At right, this point. that's a plus. I think it was. I think like it. The frustrating thing for me was just trying to figure out, like, what was going... It's one of those things that happens a lot with these movies where they purposely confuse you so you don't quite know what the movie... Like, the structure of the movie is. Like, they're breaking the structure of a movie by constantly hopping around yeah. between... But that's, like, the part of, walls it. of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's part of, like, all of these movies. And one of the things that always bugs me about these movies... But that aside, I like, I enjoyed the... I enjoyed the bush. The, the bush. Um, I like the documentary style aspects of it at the beginning, and uh, you know, I, I, I like this movie. I mean, I could say that I like this movie. I All think right. it's fine. Was this the first one? No, mm-hmm. I, there was something else. That first I liked one pre like nineteen seventy. You said you liked? No, because I liked Rosemary's Baby. Mm. That was like in the sixties. That was a good one because that was like a movie. Well, Satan fucks a lady. Yeah, so I'm I'm all about it. Yeah, but it was definitely not nearly as like crazy and awful as I thought it was going to be. Okay, well, or or I will or agree. feared. I wouldn't say thought, but you know, I there there's always that feeling of oh god, what am I getting into when these movies start? But that's like all the movies, right? So yeah, I would say overall positive, positive, yeah. positive, and, and you know, you can look up. Sp- probably find some of those trial things online yeah but which would be interesting, interesting to see to, yeah the, that the book was so much the script mm-hmm. if it was the other way around i probably would have actually gotten it if, if it, it was started with the trial stuff if it was more trial stuff because like the trial stuff was just like bonus material at the end yeah. the most of the book would i think was put out by the people who tried to distribute this mm-hmm. as like a way to get the movie out there while it was still like in contention sure so that's why they had a lot of screen grabs, and it was mostly the script, so people could like hear the stuff in it, even though they weren't allowed to see I think it. The biggest question we have was, "What's in that bag?" Oh, fuck! I never find out what was in they the never bag. Never say what's in the bag. A dead cat and a hair dryer. Yeah. Right, well, or or, or an alive cat and a hair wetter. 
<laughs> Schrodinger's hair dryer. <laughs> Three reasons, Brian. Three reasons why I Am Curious Yellow is in the Criterion Collection. Number one, socialism is the coolest. Fact. Yes. Number two, close-up eating. <laughs> I didn't even peg that, but that is uh, a good point. Yeah, that yeah. does happen often in this. It is the most... It is the most human moment of human um, existence. We can see the way, we, because when you're at your most human, you are close. You are six inches from another person's <laughs> mouth as most, they eat desserts and spaghetti. And you're at your most human, you are close up eating yeah. next to you another. Are, the ones you love most, you always stick your nose in their mouth when they're eating pizza pies. <laughs> I'm going to make a Criterion movie that is only, the only thing you ever see in the screen is the mouth. But you all, and it's all in Portuguese. It has to be in Portuguese (laughs) and black and white. Okay. Portuguese and black and white. Portuguese, I might push back on just for like. I don't think we've actually seen a movie that's in, wait, one of the movies we watched was in Portuguese, wasn't it? It just feels like a very. I probably couldn't tell the difference. It just seems like a very uh, art house film language. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Portuguese. Was any? I think something was in Portuguese. Probably sweet movie was. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. No, that wasn't. Portuguese sounds like Spanish, right? Yeah, but not. Fuck, man. I don't know. It's like if it's like if Spanish and Italian uh, had a weird child with a lisp. We'll say it was Hausu. That was probably the one (laughs) that was probably probably (laughs) Portuguese. Hausu. Hausu. Number three was uh, movie inside of a movie. I guess. Yep. So those are my three reasons. Uh, my three reasons are sad fucking, yep. pube fondling, yeah. dick close-ups, being banned, and de-wienering. I went off book. I had five three reasons. Yeah, right? <laughs> I feel like you also should have said uh, pube raking would have been a better one for the second one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think you're gonna, combing. Yeah, combing. Pube combing. Pube combing. I don't know. I really like raking. <laughs> Raking really describes what was happening, though. Yeah, it's where you have a it's chunk like, between each finger. Yeah, and it's just like a hard kind of pull. <laughs> Gross. Like your fingers are curled in a way. Like if it was quiet, you'd hear... You'd hear the scraping of their her fingers through the, the coarse hairs. Yes. That was my impression of pube raking. <laughs> Spot on. Spot on. All right, this is going to be a surprise for me as well. Synopsis. Because <laughs> I haven't read this for a week. Um. All right. After a brief start, starting criterion synopsis for I'm Curious Yellow, as read by me, written by me, but forgotten by me. After a brief flirtation with whimsical tongue-in-cheekedness, I am curious. Yellow dissolves fully into a torrent of political issues I quite frankly do not comprehend or care about. I will give props to Lena, the actress, although I couldn't repeat to you a thing she was rallying against without my notes. She had to spend at least 40 minutes of this movie sans shirt, so good on her. The the cynical and, let's face it, dominant part of my movie-reading mentality can see the movie uh, beginning life as another 1960s-era plea for change that at the last minute pivoted hard into Bushtown, where the walls... (laughs) Where the fourth walls were separated, <laughs> titties flopped, and dicks were scrubbed so that you would still have a reason to know I am Curious Yellow decades after the fact. Uh, that's a good pivot to Bush Town. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't even remember writing that paragraph. It's pretty good. But it's kind of funny because I forgot about it. I did bring up 
that point again about how this is probably something else. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to let you pick our next movie because I have three options. For okay. It. The first one is Eyes Without a Face, mm. which I've seen the cover of but know very little about. Okay. Looks very creepy. Okay. Uh, a Pedro, I think it's Al- Almodar movie starring um, Antonio Banderas called Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down. It's about bondage. And nice bondage and uh, what's the word? Uh, Masochism? No, no, no. Where you start to like your captor? Oh, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, bondage and Stockholm syndrome. Okay, tie me up, tie me down. And then this one, um, I feel like I would like to see, but maybe I just this is my own on my own time. Mm-hmm. The guy who did Hausu mm-hmm. did his version of Sada. Sada. Yeah, the, the uh, chick in the realm of the senses. Oh, it's called Sada. <laughs> So we got Sada, we got Eyes Without a Face, and Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down. Is this is this a story that just has to, every time somebody makes it, it has to be in Criterion? They made a Sada-based I story guess, that has I don't to know. be in Criterion? It is also on Criterion. We should do that one in Portuguese, but only close-ups. <laughs> we, we can't. But we can't all, only in close-ups, only in close-ups of the mouth. All right, what well, one you one of those? Uh, let's do Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Banderas. Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down is next. On Criterion Odds, thank you guys for listening. You can write in criterionots at gmail.com. Criterionots on Twitter. Explosedmagico.com for shirts and stuff. I have been Criterionot Joey. I have been Criterionot Brian. We'll see you next time. Hail Adrian. Hail Adrian. Hail Adrian.